You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are happy to have, well, first of all, Roxanne Solomon and Heather Carroll. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're happy to have us on. Yes, yeah, so we're happy to have, hopefully you're happy with us. Um, but we are also happy. We've had a lot of, I guess, the women today. I There's love a, it. A lot Powerful of women. Um, love it. But we have on the line here with us, Kathy Scrott. And she is joining us um, as a result of an event that I went to earlier uh, last month, early in, well, actually it was earlier this month. It seems like last month, but it was it's early been a February. a long month, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's, it's called Ecclesia Domestica, and it's a movement that started in Minnesota. And around the, the pandemic time, a lot of Minnesota was being shut down, so they kind of like started coming <laughs> over to North Dakota to have their event. And it, w- it was a men's movement, really, but in the okay. last couple of years, they've invited women, and I've been privilege to be able to attend that at the Hankinson convent down at Hankinson, um, the Franciscan convent. And it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a Marian, and it's all about bringing our, our wounds and our hearts forward and letting Mary um, take oh, them to Jesus, beautiful. her son. And it ends with a, a beautiful healing um, on the last day with adoration at night and which goes until two in the morning. I mean, it's mm. just, it just, but I, ha- I have, I have to admit that I, I was the one that thought of this, and I and I don't know the, all of the story, but I know that Kathy and her daughter Tanya were there um, last year as well as this year, and I just noticed them sitting in front of the, just sitting together pretty much the whole time, mother and daughter, and I just uh, and very closely, hmm. and and uh, it just struck me, and it was so beautiful. So we have both Kathy and Tanya on today. So welcome, ladies. Hello, hello. So good, and I know that. You're in the middle of your busy days, so thank you for joining us. And um, first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, each of you? So you can start, Kathy. Okay. So I'm a wife and mother of 49 years. My husband, Mike, and I are working on our 50th year of marriage. Um, and, and I can say, and our and our children were, will um, uh, witness to this, too, that that we have stuck together through thick and thin, and it's not always been easy. We lost a child, and I went through cancer. He went through cancer, all of those things. And and uh, we're just happy that we have been able to stay in love for 49-plus years. We have seven children and uh, 16 grandchildren. So uh, we have a busy life now. Both time I retired, but we spend a lot as much time as we can with our children and grandchildren. And where are you, Kathy? Uh, by Lidgerwood, North Dakota. We still are on a farm. Okay. And what about you, Tanya? Um, so I live out in rural Minnesota. I've been married for almost 23 years and also have seven kids. Um, I've been working part-time and full-time as a goldsmith and bench jeweler for those last 22 years as my children's needs have ebbed and flowed, and they, I still have time to do some fun hobbies and and, uh, you know, stay busy and active with our, with our busy family. So That's so beautiful. You, we, we had a, a pro-life uh, talk earlier here and a guest and that we, we shared about her life. And you, you two are certainly a living testament to life and, and the beauty of it and the hardship of it, too. Um, we know yeah. that it's not easy. And to have a, the more people you bring into your life, the more complex it gets. I, I know that 
having had five kids and um, still working through the <laughs> the pains and the joys and the sorrows and all of it that. It doesn't so, get any yep. easier when they're adults, just no. so you know. <laughs> yeah. But the blessing and the fruit of grandchildren, I'm sure, is is, uh, is worth it. But um, yes. I just want to hear from you, too, because I don't know all, all of the story. I just know that I, t- I watched you sitting together and and just very closely together and to me um it just was a beautiful witness for me and i i, I just thought i hope someday i can bring my daughter to one of th- my daughters i have two daughters and i i just it, it was something that i i'm going to pray for that i can experience that because there was a real closeness between you two and maybe you can just share i know that it kind of started at last year's retreat and has continued but either of you can pop in kind of and take us down that journey of of why um, why you're so close and what was happening in your hearts, both mm-hmm. last year and this year also. Okay, so um, I'll start, if you don't mind, Tanya. Um, yep. I wasn't even in really intending to go to last year's retreat. Um, I'd been to retreats before, and they're, they're like, okay, get a little more religious, have some more scripture time, blah, blah, blah. And... But but as I thought about it and prayed about it, I was kind of in a dry spell in my life, and I thought, well, maybe maybe this would be a good chance for me. So um, I attended the February t- retreat in 2022, not realizing where God would take me in that. And I was just so tickled that our, our daughter Tanya decided to come also, because then I knew I could see her. There were... Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours apart, we don't, we're not able to get together that quickly many times. But um, through, through the testimony given by Sister Susan, uh, my my whole woundedness from my childhood was ripped wide open. She shared uh, that she was a victim of incest, as I had been, and her story reminded me so much of my story and my wounds. And um, I was glad that um, through through the ministries that are offered there, I had a proxy healing by the two Kevins. Hmm. And um, that was a transformation for me. That was That was a significant healing for me. And I was able to share that experience with my daughter, who kind of had known something had happened to me in my childhood. And she knew that I had kind of a woundedness because of it. But I had built a really good walled-in facade. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and I felt that if I was going to be loved, I had to do everything perfect. Mm-hmm. I had to be perfect. And, of course, nobody is. So I had built up this really thick, high wall that nobody could see into that. And our, our, my, my Tanya was able to see that and witness the wall being broken down and my wounds being healed through both the spiritual direction and the, the proxy deliverance that I went through with the two Kevins from the domestica you know it might be a good time and i want to hear from tanya too um but to kind of explain it is for me a a unique kind of retreat i too have been to lots of conferences and retreats and 
wonderfully inspiring, but there, there was something different that I also wasn't anticipating. Um, I'll just tell you some of the pieces. As, as you just mentioned, Kathy, there's everybody that goes there gets to go to spiritual direction. So in, in order for that to happen, they have to have many priests and deacons. And so it's, mm -hmm. it's incredible how many clergy they're able to get. Um, I think this year was like, it was huge. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's, that's hard to call them away from their parishes and things like that, but, but, but it was a beautiful presence. There's Mass every day. There's the Rosary. There's the Divine Mercy Chaplet. There's a healing service at the end. There's time of presentations where people are giving very heartfelt testimonies. And, and there's, there's time for yourself to go walking. Um, and then there's small groups, which, Kathy, last year you were in my small group. And so I got to know yep. you a little bit, and that was lovely. Um, small groups where you yep. share your hearts with other women. Uh, and, and I don't know, but it's it just, there, there's something about it where it really feels, it ends up feeling like a really safe place, mm. even with strangers, you know, uh, to... Because if, if we don't bring our wounds forward and we all have them, then, then Jesus can't heal them. And it, it's in our brokenness that, that he has a chance to access. And I just think of, Kathy, you know, you're, you've been married 49 years, and, and all those years, th those walls were there. And it's just so beautiful that God pierced them. And so now, Tanya, what was your experience? And I know, again, I said everyone has wounds, and I know you had some too. What was it like for you to, to experience that healing and then also experience it with your mom, who gave you life? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, experiencing it with my mom was, was a beautiful bonus that I was really not, ex I wasn't expecting it. And, and, of course, as mom explained, I didn't know exactly what had happened in her childhood. I kind of kind of put some pieces together and thought something had happened, but I didn't, I had no idea how, how broken these pieces were. Um, so when you saw us having that closeness in front of the, in front, in front of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, we were, we were talking, we were sharing, Mom was revealing her past and, and revealing her healing, and I was able to just be in awe of how God had had given my mom grace and protected her from so much. Because my mom's pretty normal, and you're considering what had happened to her. <laughs> you know, just being well, a normal is kind of... Like <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but to be able to see and feel this grace, and then, you know, the, the ugliness, those ugly effects of sin get passed down, whether you try to or not. You know, mom had put up walls, and there was this coldness, and you know, protection, um, those ugly effects of sin get passed down, but those that beautiful grace of God's love, I could see how God was loving my mom, and and that got passed down to me, and I was open to this healing, you know, the, the little wounds that you don't think you have, and then all of a sudden they get really opened and exposed. <laughs> and so that that tenderness that, that mom and I experienced in front of Jesus that's what we needed instead of, you know, all the chaos of therapy and all of that. We just needed to bond together, and it was so powerful. That blessing from my mom was, you know, so healing. And, and uh, yeah, it, it was a grace revealed to me, and that grace was renewed in her and renewed in me. And that was the message that I came out from that was it's generational. 
God cares about every generation. So, Kathy, heading into your first weekend, did you have expectations of the weekend, and were you expecting that wound to be broken open and healed? I had no expectation that that was coming. Wow. It, it it was the 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 beautiful testimony of Sister Susan. You know, here you have a, a sister who's given her life to Jesus. And, and knowing that she had experienced everything that I had and that she still was able to give her life over to Jesus, and this was part of healing her as well. Yeah, yeah it was, it, it, yeah. It, I, I was there, and, and that, was, that was incredible. And I, we want to hear more about that transformation. And also, you know, Mary, I think, had, had a lot to do with it. She makes us feel very safe and she's a mother and she covers us in her mantle so we will hear more also about the marian piece too after this break so don't go away this is a very tender beautiful story and we're so grateful that you are here to share it with us today ladies so we will be back with more real presence live this is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Luke 5, Jesus invites Peter, weary from a night of fruitless fishing, back out onto the Sea of Galilee to cast his nets one more time and trust Jesus for the results. To cast into the deep is to let go of our own opinions, desires, and the way things or people should be. To cast into the deep, even where we have already fished with no results, is to let go of independence, autonomy, and self-determination. The sooner we realize that our Beloved is holding us in His hands, the sooner we can get about the business of doing our Father's will. The sooner we will become disciples. Proverbs sums up this great secret lesson learned by the saints. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. Let go and trust the Lord to direct your activities and your life. He knows what He's doing. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're happy to be with you this morning. And we have two beautiful women as our guests, one from 
North Dakota, one from Minnesota. They are mother and daughter. Kathy Scraw is the mother, and Tanya Collins from Minnesota is the daughter. And they had a chance to attend a retreat uh, two years in a row. It's called the Ecclesia Domestica Women's Retreat, and it was in Hankinson, North Dakota. And they experienced some very beautiful um, healing together. And so Tanya, Tanya was starting to tell us a little bit about that experience, and I wanted you to go ahead and, and expand on that. Okay. Well, as, as we were both attending and, and you know, listening to all the talks and everything, Mass is also a part of that. And we were encouraged to pray after Mass and just let the Holy Spirit kind of, if there's a message for us, to just kind of wait for it and just um, be open to it. Well, after one of the Masses, I got a pretty clear message, and, and I'd even written it in my journal. And so I looked back, and I just wanted to make sure I had it written down. Um, the words were, a grace revealed is a grace renewed. And I wasn't quite sure what that meant. I knew I would figure it out, but then I... I started visiting with my mom about that, and, and we both, I think, kind of realized that she was given a beautiful grace. And with that grace, sharing it with me, revealing it to me, the wounds and the healing and God's loving protection and God's loving grace of healing, that renewed something in, in my mom, and it renewed something in me so that I could go back to my life, to my family, and to be healed from, from things that, you know, lies that I was believing about myself. And, but to see that grace um, being renewed and, and just bubbling it up to the surface and, and allowing that grace to overflow onto me, and that overflows onto the next generation, it was, it was some really powerful words that I had really um, received from the Holy Spirit at that retreat that that one day. And having Mom and I share that together, it kind of puts all the pieces together. And like, oh, yeah, God is doing something amazing here. <laughs> and we're all about, I mean, God made us for a relationship. And relationships are complex within families. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. there's joys and sorrows and misunderstandings and things we wish we could have done differently. And and but God makes all things new. That's what I hear you saying, Tanya. Is yeah. there was something new that was coming forth where God wanted to rejuvenate each of your souls and your hearts and your relationship, which also mm-hmm. then you said yeah. goes out into other relationships. It's just it's powerful. Um, yeah, Kathy, yeah. you were going to share something too about that experience. Yes, Be- because Tanya was there, she felt um, she felt how much I had longed to have been a really, really good, tender mother. It was a moment for me to love her across her whole childhood, to yes. make up for the love that I. Um, was not able to sincerely give. Oh, yeah, I, I did all my duties and all that. I love to the best of my ability. But to be able to hold her there as I wanted to love her throughout her entire childhood and to love her at that moment of the retreat and then into the future. So it, it, it was a healing moment for me to make up for all the love I I felt that I had lacked giving her as a child. Do you think that God put her, you have seven children, do you think there was a reason he chose Tanya? 
I, I think she she would be the most open and non-condemning that that she 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 was like so tender in knowing what I I had experienced and and that I had been carrying the weight of those wounds all those years and that that horrible burden had finally been lifted off of me and then it continued the healing continued into this year's retreat which I was not expecting mm-hmm. um, with with what I consider to be a hand picked the finger of God steering where I was supposed to end up I had gone there to try to help other women as Tanya did we wanted to share our experience with other women and so I had offered to be a small group leader I had no idea that father was um, uh, God was appointing me to a particular priest for my as my confessor and the same priest as my spiritual director and with the laying on of hands from that experience my my mind not just the scars but the wounds of my mind were were being healed and I experienced that as a second healing at the retreat in in 2023 in February Praise yeah, God. And, and if I can just kind of piggyback sure. on that, it, it just really shows that God does care about our feelings. You know, Mom wasn't receiving, like, you know, she wasn't um, receiving physical healing as so much as she was believing lies and she was feeling um, bad about herself, that she wasn't um, good enough for God. She wasn't soft enough to be a loving mom. God cares about how we feel about ourselves, and when we believe the lies of the evil one, we we feel bad about ourselves. And so it may seem insignificant, but that's where those those wounds are, and that's where the healing can take place. But you have to be you have to be open to that. You have to be willing to go on these retreats in order to even experience any of this these these things that we've been talking about and what about your healing tanya because i know you came with your own wounds i mean like like we said we all do was that was that something that you weren't prepared to uh release and did your mother's Uh, totally Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't i wasn't prepared for it i didn't know i needed it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i came into my spiritual direction with a list of questions that i was going to ask i sat them on the table and all of a sudden the holy spirit was like Nope, you're going to talk about something else. And I started talking about the, the the sins that I had constantly brought to confession and that I was just fighting and fighting with all my strength. And so to be to be open to that, the Holy Spirit moving, um, revealed to me that I was fighting these feelings of masculinity. And I wasn't those that word just popped out of my mouth. I was not expecting to say that. And so to to hear how God loves me the way I am, and that I'm not too masculine to love my kids, and that 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 was believing a lie. And so, my my mother's heart was massaged and opened, and and Mary wrapped her heart around mine and just started pumping it. It was <laughs> amazing, and I came home with this r- renewed grace that. I could love my kids just the way that God wanted me to. 
The really cool thing, too, is that now you have that experience, and again, it will emanate outward to hopefully your siblings mm-hmm. and your children and your husbands, and mm. it's just so beautiful what God has done. So we just thank you yeah. so much. I wish we could take more time, I and maybe know. we will revisit this, but thank you so much for sharing your hearts, because everyone mm-hmm. out there knows the brokenness of relationships, and we need healing. So yeah. thank you, too, ladies, and we'll let you get back to your day now, but God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you. Well, now we're going to hear about our next show. So go ahead, take it away, Aaron. Coming up tomorrow on Real Presence Live, your host will be Nathan Sather and myself, Aaron Bosch, coming to you live from the studio here in Fargo, North Dakota. Dr. Christopher DeCock will be joining us to discuss the dangers of euthanasia. Then, Father David Moorman will share with us the wonderful work done by the Bismarck Diocese African Mission. All this and more will be on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. All right. Great things wow. happening in every corner. Yes, it's it's so hopeful. I know there's a lot of difficulties right now in the world too, um, especially when I look at at X or Twitter. I think I'm gonna. Last night I was looking. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like I already know. <laughs> I like I, I know the myself. world is a mess. I need to look up and just like let all that go. So I'm I'm newly committed to to cutting off my time there. Good. It's just mindless stuff that that you yeah. know. So. Um, Think yeah. about the light, you know, there, there's light streaming through these windows right now. And we well, and this whole show is just <sighs> nothing but a big, yeah, a big sigh of relief. Yes. You know, just great, beautiful things happening and to hear about all of them. And they're just in every little corner and we can't forget that they're there. And I think God's invisible movements of the soul, yeah. Yeah. like we, we might see whatever on the news, but he is working actually mm-hmm. maybe more powerfully than ever. And that we're in this time right now where grace is flowing abundantly because of the evils that are flowing. Yeah. Like we can take, that's a promise of God. So um, we are we are looking forward to uh, more surprises of yeah. God and his tender mercies. So yeah, Absolutely. Well, and if you missed any of our show previous to the, uh, what you just heard now, it was a fantastic show and we will always put it up on our podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, uh, we encourage you to go back and take a listen. We started with amazing story from down home, uh, furniture help and making people's home a home. And that was just absolutely beautiful. And then we got to hear about the Eucharistic revival happening up in the Bismarck, Duluth, or not Bismarck. Bemidji. Yes, yes. <laughs> Wrong B. <bee. laughs> you know, just wonderful, beautiful things going on. And then a highlighting Susan Richard and her wonderful work. And then this beautiful healing between mother and daughter. Be sure to check it out if you didn't hit all of those because they were all very powerful messages and beautiful women and beautiful people sharing. I'm going to share the link with my mom because I don't think she could hear the whole show. But mom, you're getting the link. You're all getting right. the link. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back with more Real Presence Live. So keep in tune to us we can't wait to share more god bless you all enjoy your day this has been real presence live on the real presence radio network real presence live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area weekday mornings from 9 to 11 central tune in for an encore of each show beginning saturday morning at 6 Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.